I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. So that's what it feels like to watch the Tampa Bay Lightning win a playoff game. Man, it's been a while, but the Bolts were back in the NHL playoffs. They jumped out to a 3 to nothing lead, made it interesting, but win 5-2 to two over the New Jersey Devils in Game 1 of their first series in the Stanley Cup playoffs. And the Tampa Bay Rays return home after a long road trip. They begin a series with the Philadelphia Phillies. And why did the Seahawks postpone or maybe even cancel a workout with Colin Kaepernick? All that and more on this Friday edition of Sports Day Tampa Bay. I'm Rick Stroud along with producer Steve Versick. Before we get started on this podcast, we want to welcome back our sponsor, Continental Wholesale Diamonds. Hey, guys, it's springtime, and that's the season of love. And, hey, Mother's Day is just right around the corner. So if you're looking for that perfect gift for your wife or girlfriend, go see our friend Andy at Continental Wholesale Diamonds. Whether you're looking for a diamond pendant or bracelet or earrings, or maybe you're ready to pop the question and you need an engagement ring, you're going to get the best price at Continental Wholesale Diamonds. Why well, walk around the jewelry stores and the shopping mall? they got the big overhead, and that means a bigger price for you. Andy has been selling jewelry to those other stores for 40 years. And at Continental Wholesale, you're paying wholesale. There's no pressure. Remember, when you come in, make sure to ask for Andy. He's going to pour you a scotch. He's going to teach you about the four C's of diamonds. And he's going to find that perfect diamond for your loved one. It's Continental Wholesale Diamonds. It's where I shop, and you should too. They're at 1715 Northwest Shore Boulevard, Suite 150, right next to the Penthouse Club. Hey, man, that was fun. I'm telling you, I missed that. I, I missed uh, the, the lightning being in the playoffs. You forget just uh, how interesting it is and, and just how different. You miss the crowd in Thunder Alley outside and, and, and of course, the excitement and Sonia Bryson singing the National Anthem for a playoff game. We got all the electricity, as Tom Jones wrote in the Tampa Bay Times. Hey, I also missed Tyler Johnson coming up big in the postseason like he always does. He had a goal and an assist in the first period. You missed Alex Kalorn getting that put-away goal in the third, and that's what he's always done in the postseason as well. You missed the calm of Victor Hedman and the chaos of Emily Arena. I mean, it was it was pretty cool, Steve. I got to admit, you were there. That building had to be on fire, man. It had been almost a full two years since we've seen a playoff game in Amelie Arena. And it was wow, good. Wow, two good to years. Ha- yeah, it was the end of May, late May of 2016. Yeah, that's uh, game right. Game six against the Penguins in the Eastern Conference Final. Ah, uh, man, it's it, just way too long. I don't know. I, I predicted that they would win this game. I mean, they've had – look, they've th- their history with game game one, especially at home, is not very good. You know, um, they've lost some of those. And there was every reason to expect that. Who knows? You know, maybe they would – maybe they wouldn't be quite right for this one. But Well, as um, we talked about, the pressure is really on the home team in game one. especially Especially in the first round of the playoffs, which is the biggest crapshoot in sports, the first round of the NHL right. playoffs. But the pressure is on the home team to hold serve. Uh, you know, the road mm-hmm. team can say, especially when you're the eight seed going against the number one seed in your conference, you know, let it all hang out. And, and if you steal one, great. If you go home 0-2, you still got your two home games there and you go from there. Yeah, you're just trying to get one. You're just trying to get one if you're the visiting team. But you're playing with house money, and you're right. I think the expectations are so ratcheted up, especially with your number one seed playing at home. 
everybody's come to, to, to see a coronation. You know, I mean, it's not even like it's going to be a contest. And, and it always is. I mean, playoff hockey is, is, is usually uh, pretty, pretty tight. But, man, credit the Lightning. And we, you talked about this, you know, whether or not they could flip a switch, you know. I, I mean, the regular season is so grueling and so long. And they did come down where they played some really good teams and won some big games against Boston and some others. Um, but, you know, they lost to Carolina and they kind of, I don't know, backed in is really the word, but they got some help from Florida to get the number one seed uh, in the Eastern Conference. But um, you just, you didn't know. It's like they weren't playing their best. You know, they, they probably peaked several months before that. And yet it was a totally, totally different Lightning team. I mean, they, they, they brought it, man. From I mean, they were buzzing around from the minute they dropped the puck and uh, they dominated that first period and, and got two goals up rather quickly. And I think, you know, I think that's 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 sort of you know it, it was a big message. You know, it was like okay, we're we're here now. We know we know what this is. We know what this is about. Even though they had, you know, what four guys that were playing that uh, had never had any postseason experience in the NHL, and all those guys played really really well, by the way. Um, but you could tell they they found another gear, Steve, and I think that's that's sort of what you wanted to see. Well, give them credit. I mean, you know, so they get off to the huge lead. You know, the first three months of the season, and they're dominating and they're way up. And then they kind of put it on cruise control a little bit. And, mm-hmm. they, you know, they, you're not, you know, you know you're going to make the playoffs. Yes, you're not, you know, you haven't been, you know, automatically qualified yet. You don't have that X by your name, as they always say. But your lead's big enough. You know you're going to make the playoffs. So it's kind of hard to get up. And you go on some long road trips. You don't get a lot of practice time. And they kind of, cruise control is not the right word. But, you know, are you excited to come to work every day when, at the end of the day, each of these games individually don't necessarily matter because you know you're going to make it. You know, so it's a little harder to get up. But in the last two weeks or so, they really started to ramp it up. And you know, yeah. whether it's called flipping a switch or you know turning it up and and you know getting there, um, the last two weeks they played a lot better um, in, in preparing for this. And then tonight they came out flying in the first period, especially the first ten minutes. Um, and you know, New, Jer- New Jersey looked really hesitant look tentative, mm-hmm. look like they didn't have a lot of playoff experience. I think they started to find their legs a little bit, particularly in the, the second, second period, period yeah. after, after the, when they got the power play. And then, you know, after the power play, they were that created a lot of momentum for them. I think they started to find their legs. But even, you know, their coach John Hines said they came out very tentative and slow in the first period, you know, but they kind of found themselves. But I thought the Lightning dominated most of the first period. The first half the second period, once they got the power play, I think New Jersey carried play the rest of the time. In the third period, New Jersey got five shots. You're down you're That's trailing a, yeah. in a game, a playoff game, and you only get five shots in the third period. No, they locked it down. They locked it down. They did a good job. And you know, um, you mentioned Tyler Johnson. It was that line uh, of Tyler Johnson and Andre Pilat and, and Braden Point that really dominated this game. Um, they were going to play against Taylor Hall and the Devils top line. And they made that those guys play defense. You know, they they just kept everything uh, deep in their own zone, the forechecking and all of that. And they they were the ones that brought the fight. You know, um, and I think that you know early on, I mean, Johnson has the assist to Palat. That was that was their first goal. Um, well, I think even back then, it up, back it up to the first shift of the game. They didn't start the point line, the shutdown line, as they normally would. They started Paquette, Callahan, and Kunitz. That's right. And they had a phenomenal first shift. It was all in the, in the devil's zone, forechecking, hitting, uh, controlling they the did. puck. Um, and it really kind of set the tone. 
for the for especially the first half of that first period, but for most of the first period, it set the tone right away. They brought their energy line out there, and it gave them great energy. Um, it was a good move, and and mm-hmm. and you know you saw the the passing between Palat and and Johnson, and you kept Bravo. looking for Kucherov on the ice. It was it was it was reminiscent of the of the way the triplets played a few years. It ago. was like the triplets, uh, yeah. but it was Braden Point like- on the line with them, and he you know fits in great with them. But you know, you, and we were kind of talking in the first intermission. Uh, you know, it was like where's Kucherov on that line? I mean, you just kind of expected it because it it looked so natural, so so easy for them, and and you know it's not, but. You know, they make it look that way. You know, Palat and Johnson have played a lot of games together, not only at, at, for the Lightning, but in, you know, Syracuse and Norfolk before that. You know, so it just it, there was a nice comfort level there, and it really sparked them early. Well, it took, uh, to that point, it took uh, New Jersey four minutes and 21 seconds to get their first shot. I mean, that's that's how well they played. They weren't in the Lightning uh, zone. They, not at they all. Were, they were back in their own zone pretty much that first five minutes. Pretty much the whole time on their heels. And... uh and, 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 you know, there was uh, – look, there were several lines. I mean, the Yanni Gord line uh, – Yanni Gord, by the way, might have been their best player. I mean, as for all the things that Tyler Johnson did with the assist and the goal and all that. Oh. And, uh, How many I goals could he Gord, have had tonight? Oh, he could have had five. He could have had five. The move that he put on in the first period when he was just breaking ankles, man, and just – he had the open net, and it looked like maybe somebody stick checked it away, but no, it just, he just he just healed it. It went off you know? the heel of a stick, and yeah, went wide and what a move though! He just didn't finish. It was like ah, uh, and uh, but really, him and uh, what was he was with Kalorn, right? Kalorn and, and Sorelli. Sorelli. Yeah, that, that line. Sorelli was, was great, tonight. by the way. How about that kid? How about the way this kid's playing? First playoff, first playoff action in the NHL, right? Uh, he's only played a handful of games in the NHL. Yeah, right. Right. Forget the playoffs. Just hadn't even been up here very long. Mm-hmm. He was terrific. Oh, he, he's um, been he has been better than advertised since his time up with the Lightning, and and not just offensively, but defensively. He's very responsible defensively, and they give him penalty kill time and give put him out there in high pressure situations. And he's good in the faceoff dot too, which is something they need. He was five. He, yeah, he was five and four in faceoffs, which was really good. Um, so yeah, he gave them a lot, and yet um, you know. It, it, I mean, they got up, what, they got up 3-0, uh, and then they gave up a power play goal, right? Well, no, they it, they, they didn't. The first goal was not a power play goal. It was no, after it the power okay. play. But that power play gave them a ton of That's momentum. That's what gave them they, life. They carried yeah. play after that and then scored the goal. Uh, actually, Andre Pilat kind of gave it to them. Uh, he did. He gave it away. You know, my joke yeah. was after two periods that Andre Pilat had four points in the game. <laughs> he did. He had points on the first three lightning goals and then that one for the, the Devils. <laughs> Um, it was a bad mistake, and you know he knew he made a mistake on that trying to pass through the center of the he ice. He tried to pass the middle of the ice, and yeah, and um, he got but, but, and he got his pocket picked by a really, guy that's pretty good at it. Oh, absolutely! But really, the power play, the pa- penalty kills, what gave up two goals. Now, the first one wasn't a, a, a power play goal for New Jersey, but it was you know a couple minutes after that. But that momentum from the power play carried him through, and that's been the bugaboo for the Lightning the second half of the season. Is the penalty kill has not been good, and it yeah. wasn't very good tonight either. Well, they had a they had a rough second period. I mean, I, I kind of thought that New Jersey settled in a little bit, you know, because they look. New Jersey didn't have a lot of guys with with playoff experience either, um, and in, including uh, Kincaid, their goaltender. But I thought after the first period, they kind of found their sea legs a little bit. They got into the game, and like you said, the power play, even they didn't score, got them into it a little bit, um, and it just looked like. I don't know. It was the it became the dreaded two goal lead that that everybody talks about as the hardest one to to defend for whatever reason. 
Um, oh, but they made it three it, goals to start that second period. I mean, they got the penalty. No, I know. They got the power play five seconds into the, the second period. Which right. They, they scored late in that power play, so about two minutes into the period they scored to make it 3 nothing, and, and the Lightning may have taken their foot off the gas a little bit, too. Although, I think I, they I th- did. I thought for the next little bit they carried it until the power play. Until New Jersey right. got the power. And I thought all three penalties tonight that were called were ticky-tack, to be honest. Mm. Um, and I thought there was other stuff they didn't call that was worse on both ends. Oh, there were some trippings and um, some things they'd let go, yeah. You know, and, and you know, in the playoffs they tend to call less penalties, but I thought the three they did call were ticky-tack at best. Right. Well, anyway, uh, Travis Zayek, I guess he got the power play with over 10 minutes to go. And then, um, you know, but, but you know what? This, this is what good teams do. Steve, I'm telling you, you respond to that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? If things are getting a little tight, right? It, you could have seen it. And go, uh, they're letting something slip away here. New Jersey has a momentum. And then boom, you know? Well, just look at that whole third period. I mean, you know, you have to learn how to close out games. And when you're up three to, or, you know, up what, three one going in the, into the third, you give up that early goal in the third to make it three two. But they got five shots the entire period while they're trailing. That's locking them down. That's shutting them down. That's what good teams do. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. They were impressive. And what is it about Kalorn, by the way, in the postseason with these third period goals? He, uh, yeah, I mean, well, the reason, you know, most people feel he got the contract he got seven years at $5 million a apiece is, uh, you know, because of his playoff performance. And, you know, he seems to do it. Although, you know, he'll get a lot of criticism this year and, and for a lot of reasons, but he did set a career high in points this year, too, uh, before going That's to the true. playoffs. Um, you know, so, but yeah, in the playoffs, he seems to, and he had another one that he thought went off his leg. Sorelli had shot it, it kind of bounced off a, a Devil's defender off Kalorn. And went towards the goal, and Kalorn started celebrating. He thought it went in, and Kincaid actually made the stop. He had a chance for another one. Nine of his 15 postseason goals have come in the third period, which is incredible. Uh, they had some pretty good defense, too, uh, the Lightning did. And how – I mean, just how comforting is it to have a guy like Victor Hedman? Um, who he was eating did, up pucks all night long in the defensive end. He was I mean, just he was swallowing just it up. Anybody who came at him, he was swallowing them up. He had a tremendous but, game. But the pair, the pair that did did a lot of the work was um, Ryan McDonough. You know, he talked about the trade, what he brought to the Lightning, and him pairing with Anton, Anton Trauman. Um, McDonough played, and I don't know how many minutes he played. He played thirty two shifts, which means he played a hell of a lot of minutes. Mm-hmm. Well, everyone's on the ice the whole time. Everyone that thought, led the Lightning. Everyone thought when they got McDonough, and this is how they started it: that would be McDonough and Girardi paired together, and then Hedman and Strawman would keep their pairing. And right and. McDonough and Girardi were kind of struggling together. And as soon as, you know, a week or two ago, whenever it was, that they kind of made the switch and now put Hedman with Girardi and put uh, Strawman with, with McDonough, the defense got better instantly. Um, and Strawman, for one, makes everybody he plays with better, which is why they start Strawman or Sergachev with him at the beginning of the year. And, right. know, I mean, Strawman is a f- fantastic defenseman. Um, mm-hmm. But Girardi with Hedman's been a very good pairing too, and, and really their shutdown pair is now Strawman and McDonough, and then Hedman and Girardi can be a little more offensive in, the, in looking for things, and it's really it's really improved their defense a lot. Now if they can just figure out the penalty kill defense, they'll be in great shape. Yeah, the penalty kill is not good. Although New Jersey's not good on the penny, penalty kill either, so um, maybe that'll maybe that'll kind of wash. But no, New Jersey uh, isn't. He, but they're very good shorthanded. They've scored the most goals in the NHL this year shorthanded. So you have to be very careful of that when you're on the power play. Yeah, okay. 
Now, the, interestingly enough, the line that didn't, I, I don't know that they didn't play well. They probably played okay, but didn't score a lot uh, until the empty netter at the end by Nikita Kucherov was was Steven Stamkos. So how do you think those guys did, and w- were they just neutralized? Well, I, I think some of it was neutralized. I think Stamkos, you know, looked pretty good. Remember, this is his first game back. He missed the last three games, so he hasn't played, mm-hmm. in, you know, nearly two weeks at this point. He missed four out of the last seven. In yeah, fact. I thought he yeah. sk- I thought he looked like he was skating pretty well. Uh, he did mm-hmm. well in the faceoff circle, which is one of the biggest things they need from him. Um, and one of the biggest improvements late in the season was Stamkos taking a lot more faceoffs and winning them at a pretty good clip. Because uh, faceoffs, you know, by the middle of the year, that was the one. You know, when it got to the the halfway point of the season, you know, really the criticism of Lightning was, well, you still need to figure out a sixth defenseman because you're rotating between you know Dotchin and Schuster and. And, and cuckoo, and you really couldn't figure out which one you wanted to be your sixth defenseman, and face-offs. Those were the two bugaboos you had on this team. Now, you know, the penalty kill started to slip kind of after the halfway point of the season and the whole second half of the season. But, you know, Stamkos has done really well in the face-off dot. I thought he did well tonight there. I thought that line was okay. I think they got neutralized some. Um, I, I, you know, they didn't let Kucherov have any space at all, and, and no team is going to. I mean, that's the, right. the, the book on Kucherov is you cannot give him any space whatsoever, and that's what every team has done. In the second half of the year, he hasn't scored as many goals because they've they've adjusted to that line and him particularly. Right. Um, you know, so I, you know, your hope is is that you know, even though it was an empty net goal, although he made a beautiful move to get open. Oh my goodness! Goal. Yeah, that was great. Um, if Bill Raftery was there, he'd be talking about the lingerie on the ice. <laughs> that's right. Um, but. You know, it was a beautiful move. Your hope is, is that kind of gets him uh, off the schneid's not the right word, but, you know, can yeah, kind of. him rolling. Can, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, hey, sometimes you need a free throw to get, you know, going in a basketball game, an easy shot or a layup. Absolutely. But, you know, take a layup. And, yep. and take an empty netter and get going in the playoffs. Because if he catches fire in the playoffs the way the, the other lines were playing, this team can become unstoppable. Well, and it just shows how deep they are in terms of scoring. And you talked about it going into the postseason, just how that, you know, the first line, okay, it's the second and really the third line um, that that can make the difference in the postseason. And these guys are just so deep. I mean, we don't know what's going to happen as they go forward in the playoffs and, you know, maybe have a whole different impression if New Jersey comes back and wins on Saturday. But, um, boy, for the first game, to not have been in the in the NHL playoffs now for – you know, for like you said, almost two calendar years, mm-hmm. um, they they had they they were excited to play. The crowd was into it. It was great um, seeing all the people outdoors again. You know, they couldn't get into the arena. They were going crazy. Um, oh, the fans big, were on the plaza watching the game. Yeah, it was cool, man. It was just like everything you remembered about you know those great deep runs that they had made, and 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 you missed that. And and Tom Jones wrote a really good column in the Tampa Bay Times just about you know. Yeah, this is this is what you remember, you know, all all those goosebumps and and, and excitement and, and just the way how electric it is in that building. I mean, it's it's pretty cool during the regular season too. Don't get me wrong, uh, but the crowds the crowds are amped up and 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 the intensity is ramped up. And I mean, every shift is, you know, it matters and, and you know every play, every turnover. I mean, like you know today you saw, you know you saw Plot make one mistake and it ends up in the back of the guy's net. You know what I mean? I mean that's. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
that's sort of what happens in the postseason. And, you know, you don't know what shift is going to cost you the game or win a game. But um, that's what's so cool is you kind of hang on. And I know they cruised a little bit. I mean, 3 nothing lead. But then when it was 3-2, you know, there were some nervous moments in that building. And, and uh, within the next couple minutes after that, I think it was probably less than two, um, they, they made it a two-goal a two goal lead again. So, well, anyway, if, Lightning. If nothing, if nothing else, last year missing the playoffs. And, you know, you missed it by one point. And, and to make matters worse last year, the Lightning had the same amount of points as the Nashville Predators did last year. And the Predators yeah. made the final. They yeah. just happened to be in the Western Conference instead of the Eastern Conference. But sure. it, it can it make you appreciate, one, how good this team is. And I know we criticize a lot the penalty kill, and you can criticize faceoffs and, you know, lots of things on this team. But, you know, this season's been – they've broken how many records for the Lightning in history, you know, from wins and points and, and a lot of individual It's a special and, year. It's and, been and, a special year. Yeah. But missing the – but – you know, look at this. You know, the Rays have had four straight losing seasons, and right. you know, so far this year doesn't look like it's it's going to continue the fifth. How many years has it been since the Bucks have been in a playoff game? Oh, uh, that would be ten, Steve. You know, so enjoy I'm the, not counting. Enjoy though. these playoffs, and and you know, it it, it was a great atmosphere at Amelie tonight. It, it should be Saturday as well, and and you know, whatever happens, you know, Saturday in this series and the rest of the playoffs, you know, but enjoy it. Because it's not a guarantee. It last year proved that to you, even though you had all the talent last year. Yeah. It's not a it's not a guarantee. So enjoy it, and and you know I think the players embrace that too, which is fantastic. Well, they do, and I I also think there's a couple things about it, and we'll kind of leave it at this: is that you know you have, I mean, you have a solid core that's been together now for a while that has gone deep into Stanley Cup Finals and mm-hmm. into Eastern Conference Finals. This is not a team, you know. I don't know how long the window's open. They have a young team, so it could be open for a while. But this is a team that's – it's time. You know what I mean? Steven Stamkos has been here 10 years now. Um, you know, he, he's the captain. It, it, they have a team that's good enough. They really are good enough. And could anybody else win? Are they – you know, Boston rolled tonight. Are they going to have an easy series if they get past New Jersey against whoever comes out of that, you know, that Boston-Toronto series? No. I mean, it's a battle. We know this. It's It's the war of attrition. It's the hardest – probably trophy to win in sports um you know you play almost a third of a season almost um sometimes to win the stanley cup but you know the postseason is for the fans and and that's the thing it's like we haven't had that with with the rays we haven't had that with the bucks and if you're a tampa bay sports fan and hopefully you become a lightning fan you got to really enjoy this because that that's what that's what post you're the you know at some point you're you're I know there's other games on like Toronto was playing Boston but at some point you're going to be the only game on you know that day or that afternoon or in that time slot and and everyone's watching you so that's what's cool about it man I just it was neat to have it back I, I missed the NHL playoffs with with uh, Tampa Bay in it so it was pretty cool it, it was fun being in the building and the buzz that was there and Oh yeah! How loud it gets with every video tribute they show and counting up to the game and you know you you know the, you know to be honest the you know the last two weeks aside you know for the few weeks prior it's kind of been more of a sterile environment in the arena and you know a lot of it the players knew they were in the playoffs the fans knew they were in the playoffs and oh everyone, sure you were just kind of waiting to get to the playoffs and, right and so now it's here enjoy it have fun and tonight was a, a fun game to watch it was a fun game to broadcast it was. You know, and Saturday you hope for the same. You hope that, you know, they put the same effort out. You know, whether they win or lose, we'll see how it plays. And, you know, one turnover can change a game. But, you know, the effort was there. What everyone's been clamoring for is to see the Lightning to have a playoff-type effort. They did tonight. 
How many you got to win to win the Stanley Cup? 16? 16 to one. Yep. 16 out one of 28. Down, one down, 15 to go. That's correct. That's where they're at. They put together 15 more, 15 in a row. <laughs> and then you got it. So Well, tonight's we'll win s- guarantees that there's at least two more home playoff games. Yeah, that's – oh, there you go. That's a great way to look so at it. I'm sure got, Jeffrey Benning's happy about two, that. And then you either got to play game five or you're going to play the next series. So you've got at least two more home playoff games. Very cool. Very cool. You're, well, only, you're only guaranteed two at the start. They play again on Saturday, uh, and that's that's an evening game as three well, o'clock, right? No, 3 o'clock start. Well, it's, it's an, an afternoon. Start. I'm sorry. Yes. yes. Okay. So there so you NBA, go. You'll it's be the on NBC game. Network, so it'll be a national broadcast. Uh, no Fox Sports Sun for this one. It's only on NBC. So we'll we'll have we'll, of course we'll follow the lightning. We'll be back on Monday to talk about uh, how they how they do and get you ready, of course, for uh, what will then be Game Three of that series. And um, but yeah, so far so good for the Lightning. Is pretty cool. Five two winners over the New Jersey Devils. I mentioned the Rays, and we'll just uh, sort of just say you know it, have I they mean, thought look, out they're, they're, have they thought out yet from that ten game? I would trip? I would think they have, and nine, you know it's we know it's going to be seventy two degrees inside the trap. So they're playing. They're playing the Phillies, as you said before the podcast, a rematch ten years later of the World Series. Well, it's only <laughs> so, it's only fitting on the twentieth anniversary of the Rays that they're playing the World Series right. foe from ten years ago. That's right, and absolutely no players are remaining. I don't believe, um, not on the Rays side. No, uh, I don't think on the Phillies either. I I could be wrong. Yeah, I'm not sure. But uh, I'm sure it's good for them to get home. It was a long road trip. It didn't go all that well, though. They did they did win the series. I mean, people forget they won the series against the White Sox, even though. They blew the one to nothing lead there in the eighth inning, but uh, so now have we? Ha, have they straightened out their pitching woes so far? Now do we, they think they they have four solid starters now? Or well, is it, I I'm, I think they think Archer and Snell are their one and two, and they I probably are their best two pitchers. And Yanni Chirinos, Yanni Chirinos should be in that starting rotation. He I mean, will he, be. He's I showing he everything. Have. You know, fourteen and a third, no no runs. Yeah. What else do you got to do, right? Uh, well, and he's so pitch efficient, which is something that they miss a lot of times. Yes, um, especially if you know, you're going to have a bullpen day. Because he's pitching to contact. Go ahead, hit it. We'll get outs. And, you know, when yeah. you build your team around pitching and defense, it's okay to let them hit the ball. That's what your defense but is supposed to do. There's one weak link, and it's Jacob Faria, right? Uh, well, it has, although I, you know, read in the Tampa Bay Times that uh, he had a long conversation with uh, Kyle Snyder and, and is fixing some things and excited to see how he does Friday night. <laughs> So we'll see. Well, maybe God bless him. Maybe he has um, had a rough spring. I know that, and you know it's not started well. I mean, he's he's just burned. Talk about. I mean, he's he's made the bullpen days a little extra um, when he starts. So he starts. He will start tonight. We'll see if uh, we'll see if the Rays can can begin some kind of a home streak, uh, winning streak at home. I will be, uh, there was I will one be other, there tonight, and you're going to be there Sunday, I know, covering the I'll be, Yeah, I'm actually covering a game Sunday. It's going to be great. You know, going back to my baseball roots, I mean, I rarely get to do this, but because we're sort of we're short-staffed a little bit with the Lightning playoffs, and Roger Mooney, who, who very often has helped Mark cover the Rays, um, is now, of course, doing the Lightning. And um, so, yeah, they're, they're, we're having a bullpen day at the Times, and they're bringing, on, they're bringing me. I'm the bullpen guy. So are you, um, are you for you going to go a long relief there, or just you know? I have to go the distance. There is you have to go. The there's distance. no one behind me. No, I got to go nine. I got to go nine, and then maybe some after that because there's no one behind me. I'm it. Okay. Uh, thankfully, it's a day game, so I'm not going to be on deadline because Mark writes you know a ton every. The one thing you realize about when you when you try to cover the Rays is that Mark has set such a high bar 
that no one can stand trying to duplicate it. You well, know, there, there's like, a yeah, reason the Rays asked him to write the book on their 20th anniversary. That's correct because he's been there for all 25. But yeah, he he sets a pretty high bar. It's like it's exhausting. It's exhilarating and exhausting. By the time you get done with a nine-inning game, uh, and you've you filed everything, it, when it's on deadline, it's crazy. It's just like I don't even know if I can make it right. But but the afternoons I'll be okay. Um, but you, it's it's sort of like wow, that was really cool. I just feel like I ran a marathon and I finished. I don't care what the time was, but I finished. And so you kind of get that runner's high. But I'll be out there anyway. That's a warning, Kevin Cash. I know you're looking forward to seeing me. But uh, well, I, know I do listens. know some. I know he listens every day. So I hope so. I, I do know that um, – I hope they do know that I know a little something about baseball. That's always the misnomer. It's like when – when I went out there, you're the football uh, guy. I, that's what that's how everyone knows. I'm, you. The, I'm known as the football guy, and it's so weird to me because my entire life—not just a little bit of my life—my entire life was baseball. You know, until I started covering the Bucks because it was the it was the you know the prize beat in the sports department at the time, and um, they asked me to do it, and I didn't want to. You know, I mean, baseball is such a commitment, and 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 Mark does such a good job, but I mean, it's it's way more travel than I would want to do. Um, but people look at me like, what's the football guy doing? I'm like, wait a minute. You know, I'm not a football guy. Like I, I still don't know as much about football as I know about this other game, you know? So it's just funny to me. Like there was always, that's kind of what blew Joe Madden away. It was like, he didn't understand how I would know anything about it, but, um, but yeah, we'll see how I do. Um, it's going to be fun. So yeah, raise on raise, uh, this weekend and then the homestand with the Phillies and, uh, they have a chance to uh, maybe put together another winning streak. We'll see well, what you happens. You can kind there. of do the double header Saturday. I mean, you got the Lightning at three, the Rays play at I six. Could I? I could. I know you have plans Saturday. Not. I'm saying, uh, saying uh, anybody listening, you could try to do the double header if you, you just hope for no overtime in the Lightning game. Would you really want to do the Rays though? If you're if you're a Tampa Bay fan, I guess I guess you have to be diehard, right? I I, I go to as many Rays games as I can. I mean, between you know. Work and family and everything else. It's not as many as I'd like, but well, you go there a lot to work. Though. Well, I do it for work, but I mean, as, with my family and stuff, we love to go to the race games. Yeah, I enjoy them. I just, I'm just wondering if, like, if they were going a little bit better. I wonder how many people will do that. I'm sure it is a great sports weekend. I mean, if you got a chance to go to both games, it'd be really cool. The hard part is, is if the Lightning go to overtime, then you're going to have a big overlap because overtime in the NHL playoffs goes on for you could you know, as many as many overtimes as it takes. So right. And yeah. there will be overtime in these playoffs. Maybe it might might be later. It might not be in the first round, but it's coming. Um, so yeah, so good weekend there. One other story I wanted to just touch on real quick. Um, Colin Kaepernick was scheduled to try out or work out, I should say, for the Seattle Seahawks because they suddenly have an opening. Um, you know, at, at a backup quarterback position behind Russell Wilson, and apparently. He was asked by the Seahawks um, prior to this scheduled workout if he still planned to, you know, stand or sit for the national anthem. And he didn't say yes and he didn't say no. He simply didn't want to commit to anything. He was like, eh, I don't know. And so, therefore, they either, depending on, depending on who you believe, they either postponed or have canceled said workout. So he is not going to work out. And then the really weird thing was – the day after he was supposed to work out, he spent the day in deposition with lawyers in a, in a suit that he has filed against the NFL for blackballing him. <laughs> so somehow these things are related. I don't know. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just kind of weird, man. It was like 
he had a workout, and then they asked him a question that he didn't really want to answer. It's, it's not weird. It's simple. It's a business decision. These these are the the owners tell you it, the players tell you it's a business. If he can't answer that question for them, they can't evaluate how their business is going to be impacted by signing him or not. If they don't know, if, if, one thing businesses don't like is the unexpected or to be surprised. So if they don't know what he's going to do, they they I mean they well probably, there's only two out there's only two outcomes. He's either going to kneel or he's going to stand. Sure, I mean so what they're asking is. If you're going to stand, we'll work you. We'll consider you. But if you're going to kneel again, we don't want you here. It's most likely, but part of it can just be we don't know how to respond to any anything we get by not knowing. I mean, it, you know, they don't. Well, what want, if he? What if he doesn't know? Well, and then that's fair enough, and he's answered it truthfully. I'm not saying he's you know being deceitful about it. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is, is businesses want to know when they, when they're making a decision, they, they you evaluate. Pros and cons, and evaluate the upside, downside, the risk, the reward, and and with him, because your because fans have either you know voiced opinions, and some have pulled support or not watching or not buying tickets because of him, which is their right. But so the owners have heard this feedback from from fans, probably pro and con on that, and they're going to make a decision. But if if he can't answer them, and maybe he hasn't decided yet, and that's why he's not answering, fine. But if they don't know that, then they're not willing to start taking the risk. And as soon as you work them out, that risk is is a little greater already. Well, it's funny to me because we are talking about the Seattle Seahawks, which is, on the one hand, it's not surprising they're the team that was going to work them out. Um, What is surprising is that they would cancel the workout because of this. Because, I mean, until recently, Richard Sherman, okay, and Michael Bennett – and I realize they're both out of there right now, but there's still other very outspoken guys on that football team. Seattle might be the most outspoken, you know, short of the the 49ers at the time when Ka- Kaepernick was there. They might be the most, you know, outspoken team on these issues of, of any in the NFL. But businesses have to weigh risk and rewards. That's what they do. Look, they've all done it. That's why he's in this collusion. That's why he's in this case saying he was blackballed because he's he's pretty certain that it's not his football ability that's keeping him off, off the field. We know there's a lot of crappy quarterbacks on rosters right now. Sure. There's going to be about 90 quarterbacks go into a training camp, and he's not one of them. So, and, and whether you think he can take a team to a Super Bowl or, or he's – you know, better than RG3, who just got a job, for God's sakes, with the Baltimore Ravens, um, that's fair if you want to evaluate it and say, I don't think he's that good to begin with. But compared to some of these other guys they sign, I mean, really. Um, so we know, you know, that and this is – every football guy I've talked to has said this. This is an ownership decision. Mm-hmm. You know, it does. it is not being made in the rooms where they evaluate tape. That is not where this 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 – Colin Kaepernick's fate will never lie with somebody who wants him to play quarterback. It's about the ownership. And if the ownership feels like, you know, the risk is not worth the reward, and I think 32 teams have pretty much decided that it's not, he's not going to be on a football team. And they didn't get the answer that they that they were looking for. or They got, they got no answer, in fact. And then, like I said, day after he's supposed to work out, he's in a deposition anyway. Because it's hard to get a job with a company if you're suing that company. Just saying. I don't know where it goes from here, but I do know this, and there is, to me at least, and I don't want to get into the whole flag-burning thing, and it's not really about the military or the flag. It's, you know, social injustice and all that. But I will say the NFL goes crazy because so many fans were put off by this. 
um, over a guy who simply wants to draw attention. And, and you know, people are going to bring up you know the socks he wore and the Fidel, Fidel Castro shirt. I get, I get all that. I'm not arguing those points. But you have guys in this league, like the 49ers, that are domestic abusers, and they're standing, they're standing by these guys. They want them to play. The fans are not pulling their support for the team over those guys. Well, and and you and I, not, you guys, you you and I have talked about this off there. And I believe it's solely because it's a quarterback. Perhaps that's a, that's a part of it. It's Is that the most it. that's the most popular position, the most important position on a team? Yeah. Although Ben Roethlisberger is a quarterback too, and but that he was had that his was day. ten years that was ten years ago. It's a, it was a different time. It ten was years ago than it is today. If if Ben Roethlisberger as a young it quarterback was actually did eight that years ago, well, but eight yeah. years ago. But I mean, if it happened in two thousand seventeen, two thousand, he'd have no it's chance. A different right? environment. Absolutely. Yeah. As a young yeah. quarterback, had that happened, it, it's a different environment today than it was eight ten years ago. And he did get suspended, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. It was originally six games. I think they reduced it to three or four. I can't recall which. I, I we'll see what happens. I mean, I, it's an interesting story. I just wanted to bring it up. I'm I'm not I'm not sure where it's going from here. Whether he'll actually get they again. There's some dispute over whether they postpone this or this will ever happen again or they canceled it. But in any any event, Kaepernick's still still back in the news. So anyway, um, we really appreciate you guys listening and uh, doing this Monday through Friday with us. It's becoming a habit. We've gotten great feedback from you. We really appreciate that. And, uh, you know, we want to make sure that uh, you interact with us. And you can do that on Twitter, um, at SportsDayTB. That's at SportsDayTB. Or you can reach me at NFL Stroud or on email rstroud at tampabay.com. We'd like for you to rate and review this podcast if you get a chance. And where can they do that, Steve? Anywhere you subscribe to the podcast. So whether you get it through iTunes or Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, the podcasts are there every day. You can rate, review, like it. Or you can go to tampabay.com slash sports. The latest episode's there as well. And I want to make sure you guys uh, visit my friend Andy at Continental Wholesale Diamonds. Go in there and buy something nice for your lady. I'm telling you, he's going to take care of you. Go see Andy at Continental Wholesale Diamonds. I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa hey, by the Bay way, Times. It's one month from today till Mother's Day. You've got one month one, one to month, get your wife, it. your mother, your girlfriend. Or if you have month. all three. One month to yeah. get over to Continental Wholesale Diamonds to get her something nice. Please do it, folks. Please do it because uh, our podcast is uh, certainly would, would help us, and would, we want to help Andy. We want to make sure that uh, that you frequent uh, him because he, he's going to give you the best deal. I mean, there's no doubt about that. I'm absolutely certain of it. So thanks for joining us, and uh, have a great weekend, everybody. We'll talk to you on Monday. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.